Welcome to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. On the podcast, we'll talk to experts on everything from Thomasville history and events to daily operations and city business, all while having some fun in the process. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the City of Thomasville Insights podcast. I'm Christy Owens, and I'm happy to have Ashlyn Johnson joining me with co-host duties today. Welcome, Ashlyn. Thanks, Christy. I'm so excited to be here. I know this is an extremely busy time of year, so I'm sure we have lots to talk about on this episode. Yes, April is definitely a busy month for the City of Thomasville. Uh, Many events and activities taking place around our city. And we have some special guests joining us today that hopefully we'll be able to find out a little bit more about what they do in their departments and also tie that into the upcoming Thomasville Rose Show and Festival. One thing I've noticed just from being a spectator and and, um, being in Thomasville during the Rose Show is that it truly is a team effort and all staff comes together to kind of make this event possible. So there's a lot of efforts behind the scene that maybe visitors don't see. Um, So I'm excited to hear from from our Public Works staff today. We have um, Stephen Stewart and Brian Allensworth from the City of Thomasville Public Works Department. Um, Welcome to both of you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. And um, if you could just tell us a little bit about your position and what you do for the city. I'm Brian. I'm the Urban Landscape Manager. I've been with the City of Thomasville nearly six years. This is actually my second stint. Some of y'all may remember me from several years back. I was here about two and a half years. Um, I take care of the Rose Garden, Big Oak. Um, We help maintain the the tourist areas downtown and some of our properties around the city. Uh, Stephen Stewart, I'm the Public Works Superintendent. I've been with the city for 20 years and four months. Previous to that, I was in land clearing and pond building and four years in the Navy, straight out of high school. Um, So part of what Public Works does behind the scenes is, you know, we prepare, start preparing, you know, around January, February when it starts getting warm and uh, do a lot of behind the scenes, street striping and uh, getting, you know, downtown ready. And I know, like, streets are something that a lot of the community members see Public Works out doing, but um, that's not all you guys do during the day. So to talk a little bit about some of, of y'all's daily duties. We do a little bit of everything. Um, we do trash um, pickup around downtown, the Main Street area. We mow grass. We make sure the sidewalks are clean, make sure the storm drains and the gutters are free and clear. So when we have the big brain events like we've had recently, we hope to you know, prevent any kind of issues with flooding. Um, we mow rights of way, we take care of trees. You know, the other day when we had the bad weather come through, um, our teams were out overnight, you know, getting cleanup going on those. So the electric company, uh, the electric guys from the electric could get out and, and, you know, access the lines. So a little bit of everything. That's, um, you mentioned a little storm cleanup briefly. So with the recent storms that we had, I know that um, Public Works played a, a, a strong role in that. And Stephen, one thing I wanted to ask you about is I've noticed the tags on your vehicles and I've heard people mention the word first responder when they're talking about Public Works. So tell us a little bit about really sort of what that means. And, and you know, I've, I've heard you guys are considered to be the first responders first on the scene. So how did that term come into play? And tell us a little bit about what that means for Public Works. Great. I'll be glad to. So several years ago, the federal government actually put on by American Public Works Association, tried to get us, you know, public works more in the spotlight. Cause like I say, we are usually the first ones in, 
you know, before anybody else, right, you know, usually right behind police, and we have to usually barricade off the areas, you know, where the, where the line crews can get in and work, you know, when trees are down. So we're usually first ones there, like I say, to barricade off the area, make it safe for everyone, and then we actually start getting the, you know, removing trees or, you know, whatever debris in the road so that other crews can get in and do their work. And then after they're gone, we still, you know, we, we do the cleanup last. So, you know, we're first there and last to leave. Yeah, that, that I, I do think that public works, a lot of people don't realize that it's sort of maybe considered a thankless department. There's a lot that encompasses what you do every day, and maybe a lot of people don't realize how much goes into your jobs every day and how many different um, things around Thomasville that maybe you put your hands on during the day. Like you said, y'all helped with the recent storm cleanup, and you do street striping, and you do sidewalk repair, and there's so many different things that public works is involved in. Brian touched on briefly, you know, some of the street striping and the storm cleanup and, and other things and, and his um, work with downtown and partnerships there. Are there other areas in Thomasville maybe that people don't know about that you guys assist with during the day? Yeah, uh, so Public Works uh, Cemeteries falls under Public Works, which City of Thomasville has five cemeteries, which is Laurel Hill, Peaceful Rest, Magnolia, Flipper Cemetery, and the Old Cemetery, in which we have current burials in Laurel Hill and Peaceful Rest, not so much in Magnolia and the two older cemeteries. They're more just uh, maintenance. And we also, Public Works is, you know, potholes, street sweeping, uh, all the sidewalks. We have 150 centerline miles of streets inside the city limits, and Public Works is responsible for maintaining, you know, everything within that. So we, you know, we do a lot, you know, with storm drain, like say street maintenance, tree maintenance, we control mowing sidewalks and potholes. So there's, there's a lot on our plate. Yeah. If I can kind of tag onto that, um, we do a lot of our own internal building maintenance. And we have, um, you know, a, a staff that, that is responsible for some of those areas. And then, you know, one of the things I guess we'll talk about today is all the special events. We're heavily involved in those with, with the rest of the organization. Is that part of your job that you really enjoy or what's something that y'all really enjoy that you do every single day? Well, a lot of days, everything, we don't have a typical day. Uh, it depends on the time of the year. Um, during the off season, we're not really off. There's something to do, uh, whether it's Victorian Christmas, Rose Show, 4th of July fireworks. We all have our regular activities that we're trying to stay on top of and help out with all the um, city events, whether it's First Friday or, you know, the um, the sip, sip and strolls, things like that. But I like springtime. Springtime's hectic. There's a lot going on. Um, but you see so many people out and about, a lot of visitors from out of town. And there's a lot to do and see this time of year. Oh, yeah. And I think whenever visitors and uh, locals look around Thomasville and they are in awe of the beauty, it's a lot of times because of the staff at Public Works that's behind the scenes efforts to make our community so beautiful. And Brian, I know you talked a little bit about um, downtown projects on beautification, but that truly is a partnership. Um, and I, I know I saw y'all out the other day doing planters, mm -hmm. and then we have the beautiful amphitheater that we host a lot of events in. So what does that partnership with downtown look like? Like what all do you maintain down there? Well, we work with the Main Street Department. Um, we, we take care of all the, the physical things, the, the pots that you see up along the um, sides of the streets, Broad Street, Madison Street, everything around the amphitheater. 
we want everything to have a resort quality appearance. That's what we kind of strive for. Um, we try to make sure the sidewalks are clear and clean. If it's um, the fall, we'll blow them a couple of times a week. Even this time of the year when we have the oak leaves falling, we try to get come in early in the morning before anybody knows we're out to get clean, things cleaned up before people, you know, go out to eat or go shop or take their you know, morning stroll. So um, there's a lot, a lot going on, and we work closely with the, the folks at, in the Main Street office to make sure everybody has a good experience when they come to town. Yeah, and I'm sure I know that there are a lot of events that um, both of you are involved in and Public Works as a whole is involved in. Um, and one of the things that people probably don't realize is when we have smaller events downtown like a sidewalk sale, you guys have staff members that work overtime and come in and make sure that trash is picked up constantly and those trash cans are not getting full so it's still an enjoyable shopping experience for people when they're downtown and I think those, that's one of those things that you know many people don't even realize that you guys take care of sort of behind the scenes um, without anybody noticing and I know we've touched a little bit about events and a little bit about Rose Show and since Rose Show is coming up um, I did want to mention that Public Works you know, does a lot to prepare for that. Stephen, you mentioned, or one of you mentioned striping streets and um, doing things like that. And Brian, I know you can talk in a few minutes about some of the work y'all do with uh, some of the um, flower tents that go up. But um, Stephen, I know you mentioned earlier, starting in January, you guys are starting to get things ready. So other than the street striping, what are some other things that y'all do? Because we certainly call it, we're getting Rose Show ready, and everybody in the community knows when we say that, that we're getting our, um, our community clean and ready for this big festival coming up. Well, I know Brian can probably touch on a little better, but I know, you know, January, February, we start uh, trimming roses, uh, pine straw for the roses, and then... Uh, like I say street striping and then we'll just kind of work downtown area and you know make sure uh, sidewalks are clean streets uh, look good trees are trimmed and just just spruce up wherever we can yeah we try to make sure the um, there are no potholes especially around downtown that the sidewalks are free and clear and there are no trip hazards um, there's a lot that goes on in the in the months leading up to to row show um, one of the big attractions at Rose Show, and one that's always been my favorite, is the big tents um, for the different flower shows and the Rose Show tent. Um, Brian, I know you're you're involved with that. So, what's what's y'all's involvement with the Rose Show tent, and how does that setup work? We work with the two organizations that man the tents downtown: um, the Rose Society and the Civic Garden Club. Um, every year we have a good time. Sometimes it's a little stressful, I'll admit. Um, but we have a good time, and there are a bunch of great folks to work with. Um, usually the, the, mon the Tuesday of Rose Show Week, um, we'll help the, the Rose Society set up inside their big tent over here on Remington um, between Crawford and Broad. And then later in the week, um, we'll help the, the ladies with the Civic Garden Club move into their tent. We set up their tables. We help them move in their supplies. Um, we don't actually do the decorating, but we put all the, the hardscapes up into the, in the tents and make sure everything looks nice. We help, we help with some of the straw and stuff around the entrances to make it appealing from the street. And then um, we come in on Monday, or sorry, uh, Saturday afternoon and take everything out. 
yeah. and then put it away on Monday morning. I'm sure it sounds like there's a lot of overtime that goes into your employees um, working during those events. There's some downtown. long days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's really not just helping with that. I know y'all are involved with the run, the Rose City Run and the walk. So talk to us a little bit about your recent efforts with the run and your upcoming efforts with the walk. All right, so the run, it just happened, and uh, it takes uh, a lot of our whole public work staff plus our recreation staff to man the start-finish line, plus uh, working Smith Avenue, turning Smith Avenue from a four-lane to a two-lane and handling the traffic along with, uh, like I say, PD helps us with that. And uh, it's, it's challenging, but it, is, uh, it go, usually goes, pretty, goes smooth, and uh, it's, it's an undertaking. And as far as the walk, walk's a little smoother, it's the Washington Street and Clay Street area and doesn't take quite near, near the staff, near the barricades, and along with PD, along with that one, it, uh, it goes pretty smooth. Yeah, as we said earlier, a lot of these events in the community are true Team Thomasville events, and it does take um, almost every department within the city working together to make these events successful for the community. Um, one of the other things that people love to come to Thomasville to see is um, the Rose Garden. And Brian, I know that's part of your um, daily responsibilities, maintaining that. And sometimes people don't even realize we have a rose garden here in Thomasville. So could you give us a little backstory about, you know, how that, how long that has been here and maybe tell uh, the people, you know, how many rose beds there are and, and talk about the themed beds a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not a native of Thomasville. In the first couple of years I lived here, I didn't know we had a Thomasville rose garden. This is obviously before I work with the city. But it is a, an, a, a wonderful asset for our community over on Covington, um, right off Smith Avenue. Um, the current location was um, installed in the mid-90s, and um, several years ago, I think it was 2013, we actually replanted the whole garden. Some of the plants had, had gotten really old and had passed their prime. So we, we revamped the whole garden, came up with some themed areas where um, the, the name of the plant will kind of carry with the theme of the, of the area. And ever since, we try to rotate um, some new plants in every year so we're not having to replace the whole thing at once again. And to try to give some folks um, things to look at that they might not normally see in Thomasville. Some of the plants we grow there really aren't meant for South Georgia, and we uh, have to plant those or replant those every couple of years. But it's just nice to see a variety. Um, our tourism department did a great job updating our um, visitor card. Um, those are available at the visitor center that tell about the rose garden. It has a map and a layout of all the current plants in the rose garden. So if there's something you see when you're touring, um, you can just grab one of the cards. There's some available there by the gazebo, and you can kind of note which plants you like, and you can go home and and see if you can find them where you live. So how many actual rose bushes are out at the rose garden? Um, it's, it's north of 700, and that includes the, the immediate garden itself, the two walkways going down to the park, and then also the long, narrow bed over at the end of the pecan grove by Smith Avenue. And that's, that's meant to kind of draw people in from the, from the four lane. We've got our, our sign down there on the corner, and then we've tried to plant a nice hedge of pink there to kind of get people's attention. So. Yeah, about 900, a little over 900 plants. I, I was going to say roses can be so difficult too. So y'all get all the praise for doing that because <laughs> yeah. I know that um, they are very tricky plants if you don't know a lot about them. So Some varieties are definitely easier to grow than others. 
Um, but aside from the Rose Garden, we maintain a, um, over 40 sites around town for a total of about 67 additional beds besides what you see in the Rose Garden. So um, I've got some great support staff to help with those areas. Yeah, like I said, I didn't even realize that we had themed areas at the Rose Garden. Like I know there's one area that's named after famous people. Mm -hmm. And I think there's one that's like uh, first responders or armed forces for first responders, um, holidays, times of the year, and then a a love and romance section. And then I have some other areas where I'll trial new plants and I might have like five of each and there's no real theme to that but it's just to kind of get new colors and new names in and kind of see how they do here in South Georgia in the heat. That is very cool. Well one thing I guess I've learned from this this whole um, episode is just that all the work that y'all put in every single day and it's ever-changing so um, I know that you said not one day is like the next so um, we are so so appreciative of y'all and the work that you're doing to get us ready for a row show and We thank you both for being on the podcast and really appreciate your time. Yeah, and remember, everyone, the uh, Thomasville's Rose Show and Festival is coming up um, in just a few days. It is April 22nd through the 23rd. There's lots of different activities taking place downtown, so we hope you'll come and enjoy Thomasville and everything it has to offer. And we certainly appreciate Stephen and Brian for being guests with us on the podcast today. Thanks, everyone, for listening with us today and for being here and enjoying the show. You've been listening to Thomasville Insights with the City of Thomasville. The show's music is by Pond5.com and Envato Elements. To learn more about the City of Thomasville, visit thomasville.org or follow us on Facebook. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening app so you won't miss an episode. Thank you for listening.